Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. Really hope we see you there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We are so happy and proud that this episode is sponsored by Butternut Box, a brand that we love for many reasons. As you'll probably already know if you follow us both on Instagram, Butternut Box is a fresh dog food delivery service that delivers straight to your door and takes into consideration all of your dog's dietary needs. The brand started with a rescue dog, which we obviously love, and Betty and Boo have absolutely thrived on it. Butternut Box genuinely care about their dogs and their ethos is that good enough for the dog is not good enough. Dogs deserve better. The meals are comprised of quality meat, veg, lentils, vitamins and minerals and don't contain any grain, wheat, gluten, corn, soy or sugar, all of which are known to cause intolerances in dogs. We haven't been asked to say this, but we wanted to highlight the huge amount of work that Butternut Box do with dog charities. They donate meals to dogs in shelters and they even donate freezers so that the shelters can store the meals. If you would like to try Butternut Box out for your dog, you can get 50% off your first two boxes with the following link. www.butternutbox.com forward slash Alex and M. Oh my God, why did I post that? Ah, I didn't know what to do. Should I delete that? Yeah, you should definitely delete that. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Em. (laughs) Guys, we've just been working out how to open the podcast because we hate the sound of our own voices. (laughs) So we've had an idea. We've had a couple of actresses. They're so nice. Um, (laughs) They're going to do a voiceover for us. How are you, babes? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I know you'll be good because the sun is shining. For me, it's way too hot, but I know you'll be like, oh my God, it's amazing. I love it. Honestly, don't start with this. Just don't start. I will talk to you about the sun when you dress appropriately. You cannot walk around central London in trousers and a long sleeve top and moan about the heat. It's just, it's just nonsensical. If you're in shorts and a t-shirt and you've still got beef, I'll listen. But you're not helping yourself. Okay, this is the thing, right? I feel unprotected when I'm, when I'm... Exposed when my skin is exposed in London. Does that make does that make <laughs> sense? I don't even know what from, but I feel vulnerable and exposed. Like I'm fine around. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like on holiday, it's fine, but then in London, it just feels so weird to be in. Yeah, I actually do know what you mean. Like I wore a pair of denim shorts in London last summer. I actually, when I was having lunch with you, and we didn't know each other that well, and I wore a pair of denim shorts to lunch, and I looked fucking fantastic, and I've never been so self conscious in my life. Like, they're not even that short. And I just was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, I I think, and I know exactly what you mean. I'm like a, like a midi dress kind of gal. Well, not even a midi dress. I'm yeah. like, a, like a summer day dress. But I know what you mean about like, I don't know if I'd wear a pair of denim shorts if I were 
on my own on public transport yeah, in London. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just... I feel like... And even yesterday, we met up yesterday in London, London and I wore a bodysuit that when I started off didn't show any cleavage but by the time I got in you know what it's like when your body kind of like wears into it and it had cleavage and I felt so uncomfortable I don't know I just I can't explain it I don't know I just don't like it and I just don't want anyone looking at me like I saw a man staring at my boobs on the train and I was like this is why I never want to show skin because I don't don't like it like stop looking at me Fair enough. Now, the fact that I've been rude about your outfit makes me just sound like a massive arsehole. No, because it's true. I don't dress for the weather. And it's very annoying when I'm like, no. I am so hot. Literally, sweat is running down my back. Gross. But there you go. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm getting, I'm, I'm working it out. I do lean in a bit. Yeah, I lean in a bit to it because I'm just like, it's the, I mean, obviously women do have to modify their behaviour in order to be safer. But at the same time, I'm like, I refuse to be uncomfortable because of what society says about yeah, my body. Yeah, we shouldn't have to. So, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not quite a, like, bikini in the park kind of gal. But I aspire to that. When I see the girls in the parks in their bikinis, I'm like, fucking get it. Yeah. But I don't think I'm quite there. No. But I'm a bikini in the garden girl and I wouldn't have been one of those before. So I know what you but mean. But it's funny, isn't it? Because like, if it was a if it was a park full of women, or if London was full of women, women, I wouldn't give a damn about what I wear. But I can't bear any of the attention from men. Okay. Or like, That's I just fair. don't like I tell you it. What you need. I just don't like it. You need the um, the me and M dresses, the che- cheese. I'm gonna say cheese yeah. cloth. That might be wrong. Yeah, they they're like. It doesn't have to be me and them, but there are dresses that exist. I just know my mum's yeah. got those ones that are like really, really long and like very light. So you can still be like all ethereal like and like cool and like sweeping through London, but you you haven't got like sweat yeah. dripping down your butt crack, basically. That's it. Like mid, I think that's, that's what, what I they need. Should it's use midi for their dress. Advertising. They should, shouldn't they? Yeah, midi- you won't have sweat going down your bum crack. Midi dress that's not sleeveless. There you go. Um, yeah, dancing leopard, silk okay. like silk thread. They stock dresses that have got sleeves. Yeah, I like that. Okay, fine. Nice. There we go. Cool. Look at us. Every time we're touching on this fashion stuff and basically talking about how bad we are at dressing. I know. I know. I just wear exercise shorts all the time. I'm in them today. Do you know what? I'm gonna buy some exercise shorts. I've actually got some, but for some reason they just don't. Thank you so much, Dave. <laughs> before, before we started uh, recording, that cup of tea you hinted very I said, heavily. Dave, at. If you happen to be making tea. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Um, There's no one for me. I've tried with that with Boo, and she's just looking blank there. I need to start wearing exercise shorts. I don't know why it just doesn't come into my conscious, but I'm going to start wearing them. And they're so comfy. They're stretchy. I don't know. And if a man comes at you and you have to kick him in the face, pow! You yeah. can do that. You've got so I don't, much space. I don't in think these I would go so out with them though. That's sad, isn't it? I don't know why. I just don't think I would. It just feels like too much flesh on show. I don't know. I'm not saying this to anyone else. I'm not saying like, oh, don't put your flesh on show. I just mean like for me, I feel uncomfortable. Maybe it's something I need to work through. I don't know. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. Also, I like that you've just called it flesh so many times. Um, I'm going to think about that every time now. Flesh. I've got my flesh, flesh. out. Um, <laughs> flesh. Um, but yeah, I get it. Like, I, I, I think I said this to you before. I always walk past, like the, the calf on the corner of where I live is always, it's where all like the builders go in the morning before they start work. And... I used to feel so self-conscious and now I'm just like, look, it's this or a sweaty butt crack. Give a so. damn. Yeah, and that's how, I sh- that's how I should be and I want to be like that. Maybe I'm just going to start like pushing myself a little bit. You know, okay, so fine, yeah. you might have men looking or, and men leering and that's a whole other thing. But like from a self-conscious perspective, like I never wore shorts because I've got hairy legs or grey little legs or pale oh, yeah. legs or cellulite legs or fat legs or blah, 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 blah. And now I'm just like, honestly, like Literally. fundamentally, it's just meat 
like it's a meat suit that, that's Literally. all this body is it's and, and it's so true like and I don't give I don't give a second look to what people are wearing unless I'm like oh my god I love that outfit no. that's a really cool outfit I want to buy this that those shorts or whatever but like someone could walk past me like wearing a bikini top and shorts and I just wouldn't that's the thing we just yeah I don't want anyone to be listening to this and thinking, oh God, like, you know, make them feel self-conscious because it's just how literally I personally feel because I don't like male attention. Yeah. I love seeing women wearing like yeah, cool me too. shit in London and just like brazenly me not too. caring. I'm like, fucking Wear whatever get it. you want. And particularly when it's teenagers, I'm like, I wish that could have been me. Like, because I, I used to say all the time, I hate the summer, I hate the summer. And I think the reason that I said I hate the summer wasn't because I hated the summer, it's because I hated having to show my body. Yeah. Like, and that was literally like, I, I used to, oh my God, I dreaded the summer so much because yeah. like I just never knew what to wear in it. And so I'd always wear jeans and I'd always pretend that it was fine. I was like, oh yeah, I, I loved, I just love jeans. I just love jeans, like, and whatever. And I'm like, I fucking, I'm so hot. But like, I would just wear it all the time because, yeah. or like a black t-shirt, black jeans, whatever, because I thought, well, because I wanted to hide my body and be thin <laughs> and wear flattering clothes. Um... And, I, and that's why I hated the summer. And now, now I've got my little, my hairy little trotters out. I'm like, I'm thriving. <laughs> and yeah, now I Do you know summer. what? Like that's, I think in recent years, something that I've been like, cause I've always been like, I hate summer. I love winter. And I do think a part of it is, it's kind of my personality as well. Like I do prefer winter, but a huge part of the reason that I've hated summer is because of body, body issues. So now I'm like yeah. trying to lean into like, do I actually hate summer? Or is this just like residual anxiety? Oh, look, I'm not being like, I feel like I'm going to sound like I've been paid by Summer's PR yeah, team you are. to really Go sell on. this to you. But what's to fucking hate? The sun is up early. The birds are happy. The grass is greener. The pub gardens are open. It doesn't get dark until 10. Everybody's happy. There's always some fun sports on. Uh, strawberries are in season. Cherries are in season. A bunch of fruits in season. You get really long holidays. Everybody smiles more. Okay. Everybody's got a better tan. I get Your the hair point. Goes naturally light. <laughs> I get the point. Summer is fucking fantastic. However, okay. However, I have always felt at like a weird pressure around summer to be doing stuff that I'm not doing, right? I'll see on Instagram people like, oh, I'm in the park with my mates or like having a picnic today or doing this. And I'm like, oh my God, I should be doing that. And I'm not. And I'm feeling like a lazy day and I don't want to go out. But like people say that when the sun comes oh my God, out. Do you feel more validated by winter? Yeah, I do. I think I do. Yeah. Okay. I think you've got some stuff to work through here. Possibly. But do you, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like on, on Instagram, like especially like in summer, everyone's doing stuff and it's so exciting. And I'm like, oh my God, but I'm tired. Like I don't want to do anything today. But then it feels like this pressure that I should. And it's like, and then I've got this massive FOMO when I feel sick. And, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's the hot girl summer thing. But I think, and I say this with a lot of love, but I think you put this on yourself because... 100%. Yeah, because I think, well, this just sounds like I'm being mean now. <laughs> um, but no it's true I mean every problem I have I've put on myself so that's not a surprise <laughs> um no I do know what you mean and sometimes it can feel really sad as well like when you go past a park and you just see all these people having like an impromptu party in the park and I'm like oh I want right one. yeah right. no I do get that I do well people it, are at the pub in a pub garden in winter everybody just sits at home being miserable so it's easy to feel better about yourself and sometimes happiness this oh fuck this is deep but sometimes happiness can be confronting so when you see other people being happy it it's a mirror up to what you're feeling oh Correct. this is so deep anyway Correct. and but 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 and maybe it's because of all my coaching but I love I didn't used to like seeing people be happy because 
it made me not it made me more aware of my sadness when I was unhappy but now maybe because I've like flicked the switch or whatever I fucking love seeing people being happy I'm like get it girl like can I be happy with you can you your happiness make me happy I'm one of those I'm a fridge magnet person what can I say you're a fridge magnet but like I don't I don't I don't like dislike seeing people happy but what I I I feel like it it makes me think like so if I'm like people in the pub garden I'm like I don't like no one's invited me to the pub garden (laughs) oh my god do you want to go to the pub garden Do you want to go? I already asked, I already invited you today to come and eat pizza in the park with me. I know, and I, I would, but, but I would, and that is very kind, and I would love to, but I've got a shit ton of stuff to do. And if I do that, I will regret, I will hate myself for it, even though it sounds absolutely delightful, and it's with three of my favourite people, but I can't, I just can't. But, so there you go, I know, I know, I know, I'm just... I'm just an idiot. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm just like so self-absorbed and self-obsessed that everything I see, I'm like, they're in the pub garden. Why am I not? I don't know. Um, Yeah, we need Jacqueline back again for this because it's so big. But I actually think that's the biggest thing that we have to realise is like, other people can't make us feel things so when you're like oh it makes me feel when I see other people in the park it makes me feel sad or jealous or whatever not your words paraphrasing they haven't made you feel that you've made you feel that right yeah so, yeah totally uh, totally which is we, we accept that and whatever it's fine but I actually think it's so interesting when we realise like when we unpick all the like why do we feel why do we feel why do we not like this why do we not like this it's like it's all because we only look through the lens we only look through our own lens we are inherently yeah. incredibly self-absorbed people so everything totally. is in is taken in through our perspective and things annoy us things make us happy things make us sad things make us grumpy just because of how we receive them so it's all yeah. fascinating it is it is fascinating and it's so true we are so selfish well you can see that by like kids if you just look at kids like babies and then kids they're super super selfish which is normal, like that's that's yeah. how they are. But like we are inherently very, very selfish people, uh, very selfish beings. But even looking at so, trolling, yeah. like, tro- like I don't know, I just say anybody that trolls anybody, I was thinking like this this morning for some reason, I can't remember why, but I'm like, God, how sad. Like anybody that trolls, like, I don't know, someone sent Georgie a message this morning. <laughs> um, it was really mean saying she doesn't have cancer anymore. So she's irrelevant and she needs to, whatever. It was a very mean are message. Are you joking? Just, no. And I was like, okay like to this person I'm like are you okay because what is it about seeing a person happily living their life that makes you have to do that and I think it's like but we have to acknowledge what trolling is like how it's and trolling is just one thing trolling we, we troll all the time trolling is just gossiping or bitching by another name even internally we troll things you know we see things that we oh yeah that we see people having fun too loudly and we think oh like fucking whatever and, and our instinctive find something wrong with them like yeah and yeah. that's the way like our brains working i think online's making it so much more. this is heavy we haven't even done the good survival this awkward, is heavy but it's so huge. true like tro- because tro- trolling is as well so self- selfish because it originates from a place of generally it originates from a place of not necessarily pain but discomfort and and yeah dis- discontent right and trolling makes people feel better it kind of eases or alleviates even albeit temporarily that discomfort or that that discontent so yeah. okay so why are you trolling the summer then now <laughs> So I am trolling the summer because I basically am a selfish twat. You're not. I always think you look really nice in the summer. Really? You've that nice black dress with the sleeves, yeah? <laughs> that nice black dress that's like a tent. 
you know what? Next time I come into London, I'm going to wear something that makes me feel uncomfortable and I'm just going to push myself. So you have a there. whole swimwear line. How are you do not like the summer? You should have done ski wear, really. But 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 <laughs> that just feels different. Do you know what I mean? It just feels I know. different. I'm I don't know. London in the summer so, is it's a, so it's weird. A, it's a little microclimate. A little. I don't know what. I'm just going to use this word. I'm just going to. I'm just going to float it, and you're. I'm going to judge by your reaction if it's the right word. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I don't know. With any certainty what this definition. <laughs> London in the summer is a real like. Metropolis, no, metropolitis, no, metropolitis. Metropolis. Metropolis. <laughs> How did that go? Yeah, good, good. What's there a metropolis? What's a metro- Say it again. Metropolis. Uh, what's a metropolis? I think it means a bu- like a bustling city environment. Perfect. London in the summer, it's just a metropolis. Um, Shall we do good, bad and awkward before <laughs> yeah, Daisy think, kills us? I think so, yeah. <laughs> the good. The bad. Awkward. Hit me, hit me with your good. Oh my god, my good, Al, my good. It's so Go good. On, hit me. Go on. Happened about forty-five minutes ago. I yes. paid not one but two congestion charge bills. Yeah. I am officially safe. I'm on the. I'm on the clean. I'm on the straight and narrow now. I've chosen the life of crime is gone. I've chosen love it to, to keep my nose clean and 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 live a straight up life. I'm really happy. Well done. I am so proud of you. Well done. We're all cheering you on, Em. It's like, it's so, like, I know, ha ha ha, we all laugh at like <laughs> me, but oh, it's such a bad way of life. It's honestly, <laughs> it's just, I just hate myself so much. I just, I, I need help. But in, in absence <laughs> of that, I've helped myself. I've paid it. I got well away done. with it. It would have been cheaper I'm if I'd super- paid it sooner, but that's. That's about I'm very right. proud of you. Well done. And it wouldn't have cost anything if I had just not broken the law, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> but here we are. Um, all right, hit me. What's your good? Anything good from the week, please? <gasps> I know you're good. Yes. And actually, because I had... I think it was last week that I had like 17 bads and no good. <laughs> so this this week, I don't want to have a bad if that's okay. Yes, fine, I want good. to like you, even out. The I want the sun shining. Like, your bad is that everybody in London yeah, is so exactly. happy. <laughs> exactly, we've done that already. Um, yeah, my good is that I got onto the Sunday Times bestseller list in number four, which is very, yeah, really, like, unbelievable. And something that, yeah, I I, I feel like it's something that no one can ever take away from me because I feel like the the um, the Instagram can go, can be deleted, right? Instagram can lose its relevance and gone. You know, and, and also what can't be taken away from me is podcast number one. Nope. That can't be taken away. So that's two nope. things now that cannot be taken away. And that yeah. feels ro- very good. Nice. Like, I, yeah, that's just, that's, I just can't, I can't believe it. And it, and on Sunday, I'm going to buy like 17, literally 17 copies of the newspaper. I'm so excited. So that is my good. But I've, I've talked about the book way too much. So no, you've I, not. The Sunday Times bestseller is huge. That's like prestigious shit. Like, Big stuff's yeah. been on there. Like, big stuff. Big stuff. Like, big, all, yeah. every good book ever has been on there. Yeah. As a book yeah. lover, I can't tell you how huge this is. Like, I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Like, I can't believe these it. people, like, book reviewers, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you have to have so much uh, confidence in yourself to be a book reviewer. Like... <clears throat> So all the book pages, yeah. I always just think it's a terrifying world. Like it's terrifying because book people are mean yeah. people because they're all like mean intellectual. 
right? Yeah. So they come at it from yeah. a place of like intellectualness. Ah, yeah. I hate myself for that wasn't the word. Um, but <laughs> um, so I don't know to be in with the big cheeses to be recognised like right there like that's like creme de la creme shit. That's massive. Yeah, yeah, that's massive. it is. It is cool. It is cool. And 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 it's it's nice because, and I said this on Instagram, like, I feel like, because obviously I was at Hello and I was a writer for years and I've always been, aware, like, I always wanted to be a writer, but I was always aware and I became increasingly aware as I worked for Hello and came across other writers and, and read other writing that, like, I am not the best writer in the world. And that really, that, that really clouded me for, again, so selfish. God, I'm so self-absorbed. But that really like hung over me like a cloud for a very very long time I was like I'm never going to be a writer like this I'm never going to be one of those writers I'm, I'm just not a, a, you know yeah anyway and I feel like I've actually found my groove where I'm like okay yeah I'm not the best writer in the world but I I am my type of writer like I don't know does that make sense like I just feel like I've hit my stride Ow, and I'm okay right with it now, and like your number four best writer in the country. So <laughs> well, zip that, <laughs> shut that down. You don't need to you like, know what I mean, explain though. yourself. No, I'm not listening to this. You've done so well and you're a brilliant writer and all of this shit's subjective anyway. But in the opinion of all of Britain right now, numero four, bitches. No, I know. And I know this just sounds like I'm being like super self-deprecating, but I do think this is like, this is this feels like a cool moment for me to realize that I don't, I don't need to be the best writer in the world. But if I write about something that's like I'm passionate about and that means something to me and that I can like make it digestible, like that's all that matters. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's cool to realize that like, we don't have to be the best at everything to be, to, to be valuable. Right. Isn't that the biggest sense? relief? Because yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I have to accept. And it was an, it was acceptance that I came to very early on. I will never be the best probably at anything. I am so Same. middle of the road and absolutely yeah. fine with that. There's nothing I excel in particularly. And you know where, like, I'm, I, I don't give up very easily and that's probably my strongest hit, but I'm not the best at not giving up. There are people way better at giving, not giving up than me. So I, I never want to be the most, the, the idea of even what, aspiring to be any, I don't want to be top 10. I, I have no interest. I have so little competitiveness because I'm absolutely, sure that I'm not the best so there's no point the only the only thing that I win at actually I don't know why I'm doing myself down this is fucking huge I am brilliant at darts are oh, you what am I good at? yeah I know I'm okay, really good. good at dart I know it was a real surprise to me too <laughs> there's something else I'm really good at but I've forgotten it darts I'm good at parallel parking but again, probably not the best, probably not the best out, probably not even the best on my no. street. And I don't want to have to be proved. Like, I don't want to be knocked down a peg. I don't want, I, this is, oh God. See, I'm so happy in my own lane because I compete only. Yes. Oh, laser tag. That's the other thing I'm really fucking good at. Laser I bet tag. you are. I, I hate laser tag because so it's good. anxiety inducing. so good. You know, I'm trying to make imagine. a show for my birthday, which is what I normally, every year for the last few years, we either go go oh eight or laser tag. 
I'm so, which is why I'm so good at it. I love it. I'm so you good. You would wipe the floor with me. I'd be like, Em, do you mind if I tag you now? Is that okay? <laughs> oh no, I'd shoot you in the back as you were running away. I'm just, <laughs> no mercy. But that's, but that, yeah, those are the only things. I can only be competitive in things that are completely inconsequential. And if there's any chance that I'm not going to be, like, I just accept my fate at the back of the pack and I'm so happy there. Like, and I genuinely, I'm not just saying like, oh no, I'm really happy not to win. I'm so happy there. I have no interest in, in doing well at all. And that is, 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 is oh, sorry, it's like a bloody therapy session. session. And that is the weird thing with me is that I've never been like, oh, but I'm better than her. Like, it's so weird. You only compare yourself to like people who are better than you. Anyway. I think the thing for you is that your standards for yourself are so high. Yeah, and I'm all or nothing. So my thing was like, yeah. oh, well, if I'm if I'm if I'm not a, like an amazing like this like crazy amazing writer, then like why am I in why am I in this profession? Like people, you know, people should just hear. I don't know. Because it's fun. Honestly, you put too much on yourself. Because if people don't like what you write, they don't have to read it. Honestly, and like that's the thing. Yeah. Like you make yeah. what you make. You in life, you do what you do. You wear what you want. You say what you say. If people don't like it, then just... Honestly, people, you know, people say all the time, oh, I'm so bored of looking at your content. I'm like, sad for you that you're bored. Sad for you. Go look at something else. That's my suggestion. I, or, I don't like your book. I'm like, well, why are you reading it? Anything. Any of these things. I just think it's so sad when people don't like things. I'm like, well, that's not my fault. That's your fault. Well, it's not even yeah, your that's fault. So it's, true. Just, it's just a fact. So... Um, can I can I boast about something, though? Something that yeah. I am, like, something that I am genuinely good at. Like, I, I think... Like this is my thing out of everything in my, in my life. Like this is my thing. Spot the difference. You're really good at spot the difference. Like, I can't wait to show you. I've got an app on my phone. So like, I am so, so good at spot the difference. Like I excel. That is where I excel. Oh God, great. So yeah. That's so useful. If I ever lose an earring, I'll call you. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm quite, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good I've got, abs- I feel like this isn't going to be a massive surprise to you, but I've got terrible attention to detail and I don't think I'm going to be very good at spot the difference, but I'll give it a go. Okay, I'll send you the app. I'm going to make you sit for an hour and just watch me play. Um, <laughs> I, won't, fine. I won't, don't worry. I'm going to take so, you to anyway. Oh my Lazy tag. Um, anyway, fine. Awkward. We're not going to do bads this week. No bads. No, no, no bads. bads. No bads. But no. can I just quickly give you another good? Just one. Just one good. Is that we were um, we were in London yesterday and we were going to a meeting and we were kind of getting bogged down with stuff like details and logistics around the podcast and like just talking through things and really like just just not stressed but just like no. <laughs> yeah okay well okay a little bit just like oh my god we've got this to do and that to do and and, and oh my god is this going to be okay and blah, blah blah and a girl just walked up to us randomly and said I, lo- I actually don't know if she said I love the podcast I think she said I listened to the podcast <laughs> I'm putting words in her mouth I love the podcast but she said I listened to the podcast and I just wanted to say hi and I was like oh my god that's so nice and it's it just cool. it made me very happy yeah it kind of like snapped me out of the bubble of like ah there's so much to do and this and that and I was like oh my god that's so 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 nice people are I actually love this podcast I love it so much me like, too. we do get very me stressed too. by it and there is a lot of like work and stuff yeah. around it but I genuinely I love the I love the I don't know I love the Instagram account I love the messages that we get I love the emails that we get yeah. I just fucking love this whole thing we're so lucky best thing ever I love what we talk about I really do it's just it's stuff that I can talk talk about like all day shite. long it's well it, part, a lot of it is just shite but anyway what is your do you have a bad do you want to, to oh be, no no bad? bads but I have two awkward and they you know what they're both so small but they just it just happened two, oh, just two days back to back and I just 
both with my handbag, both including my handbag. So first of all, on Tuesday, I went to a big event with Bumble. The tickets, yeah. for the, the tickets for this festival thing that we went to were like thousands. Like it's for big wow. business people, right? Like wow. ballers, like big, important, impressive people in suits and shit. And it was all good. And I was going there with Bumble to listen to a talk about online safety. And it was really important. And like what tech companies have to... It was a bit... It was probably the, like the, the most smart thing that I have done in my career. Okay. Like, Amazing. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was outside and I had to do an Instagram post about it. So I had to take a photo outside. So April, who we work with, um, yeah. went to take my photo. And I passed her my handbag. <laughs> I passed it to her somehow dropped it and it was open and all of my silly little things went <laughs> everywhere and I can't tell you like haha it doesn't look too bad it was bad there were so many people around I had like and nothing solidified my like I shouldn't be here more than like my stupid contents and my stupid bag I had like seven lipsticks like what a thing for feminism <laughs> is that that I'm just like oh, I've come to this business conference and I've brought like seven lipsticks like why I had I two champagne that. corks I can explain one, but I don't know where the other one's from. Um, I had little pieces of jewellery go everywhere. Polos went fucking everywhere. Love hearts. Why have I got so many sweets in my bag? My keys, my AirPods. It was so embarrassing. And I was wearing a really short skirt. And I was like, well, dress. Not like, I was at a business conference, guys. It wasn't like a like a little mini skirt, but it was like, you know, I was wearing like a, like a flowy, like a little flowy dress. So I was like bending over like arse out to like gather all my things and my dignity. And it was fucking embarrassing actually. Um, so that, that was fine. Yeah, that was on Tuesday. That was fine. And then yesterday I went to, uh, Fliss took me to the live recording of the TV series of um, Chris and Rosie Ramsey's oh, yes. show. It was really good. And we just went yes. to like the TV thing you can just get the tickets like for free you can just you know sign up to a thing and you can get tickets anyway so we went and it was really good um <laughs> security you have to like give them your bag but I didn't know that I thought he was just looking in my bag so I have a crossbody bag and I opened it to show him <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> picked it up to take it but it was still around my neck so I thought he was just looking at it so I started looking over it too like oh what have we got in here but he was like pulling it away and I was like wait 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 and he was like pulling me over the counter and he was like oh god sorry I was like I need to die this is so embarrassing that is so embarrassing <laughs> such a small moment and I just I was like why is this lasting so long oh it's so embarrassing so yeah I'm not gonna carry a handbag for a few days love that for you so my awkward, oh my God, it's just, it was so, it was so weird. And again, such a small moment, but it felt horrifically embarrassing. I, um, we're taking Betty one day a week to a new daycare where we live, which she loves. Um, and we, I was dropped, we dropped her off there for a little taster session just to make sure that she was okay and that she liked it. Um, so dropped her off and I was chatting to the girl there who runs the place and it was outside and it was really sunny. So I had my sunglasses on, right? And these sunglasses I've had for ages, but they're so sturdy. They're key ones. That's how you say it, right? Q-U-A-Y, key, key Australia. Yeah. Love them. So sturdy. I've had them forever and they just live in my bag, like without a case on or anything. Cause they're, yeah, they're that sturdy. And I was talking to this woman and I, I think I went to touch my hair. I don't know what happened, but the, one of the lenses just fell out. <laughs> just one, just one of the lenses just popped out, fell out. And I'm looking at this woman through 
one, one lens and one open, completely open glass. So she's just got my eye. And then, and I was, and it just took me a second. And we were just looking at each other. And I was like, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it was just horrifying. It just felt oh. really, really horrifying. Oh my God. Do you know what I mean? I was I like staring at this woman with one eye. Oh, so weird. Oh, okay, I, I, I understand. Oh, why is being human so embarrassing? So embarrassing. So she will never, t- she will never think again about that moment. It's absolutely no biggie for her, but for you, it's going to come back to you in your dreams. <laughs> Literally, it wakes me up in the night. So there we go. Oh, longer intro than usual. Sorry, guys, but I've is enjoyed it? it. I've had a really nice. Chat, oh, we didn't so. even bring any bads. No, I know. Thank I God. like that. My good is I did. I paid my parking fine. Like that's so. I that's. The bar is low, Em. The bar I mean, is so low. So it wasn't low. No, congestion. You know what I might do? Go on. And I'm emphasis on the word might. Go and register my car so that it automatically pays congestion charge when I go into central London and then I won't I get think these that bills anymore. like a plan. I think that I sounds like also, a very good plan. I'm just putting this out for some accountability. I'm also going to do the bank card thing. But my friend Anna says that it's a bit okay. more difficult than people actually know someone sent me a DM saying there's actually a problem. <laughs> you know, I said I was only going to get a new bank card when I changed my name because I was like, well, that'll just be easier. She said, when you get your new bank card with your new name, you have to put the old card in the ATM to activate the new card. I was like, no, there is oh, no old shit. card. So you've got to get a new card. Okay. Okay. Ooh. That's your task for today. Why don't you just do that one task today? New bank card. Do it when we put the phone down. Do it now. We've talked about this so many times. I'm busy. Like, I'm a busy person, right? No, I, I know. But I, I know, don't understand but... how I don't do anything. I, I can't understand why I... It's so bad. Like, how how have I just been tasked with one task? I'm going to do both those things today. I'm... Okay. I'm going to do both those things today. Because I'm just... I'm, no, I, 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 don't I don't mean don't only under- one task because... Because... I, I just mean one task feels manageable to get your head around, right? No, but I so, just... I don't understand. Some people, you know, like... Imagine how many tasks Elon Musk has to do in a day. And then there's me just like, oh, I might call the bank. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have a list, a to-do list? The last to-do list I made, I think, was from the 16th of May. And it's still flashing at me on that app that you sent me and reminded me that okay. I need to do all the things on it. But I've done all of those. Right. Okay, so so you need to get in the habit a of a to do list. list. Yeah, uh, to do list like you look them, at though. every single day. Pretty, yeah, but I just look at them, then I look at them at the end of the day, and there's loads of stuff I've not done. So then you do it tomorrow. So then you just do it tomorrow. Don't have any time sensitive. Don't, don't make them time sensitive. Just Wait, put them you on the not list. Make them time sensitive. Yeah, I, I've got a um, oh. the app you're talking about. I've got a pr- project, but I don't like it when it goes in today because that then it it, it says today, and then I don't like that. So I just put it in, in a project board that's called to do the app that we're talking about is called todoist isn't it todoist yeah 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 it's really good right i'm gonna do um, three so things yeah. i'm gonna make the okay. list i'm gonna set up okay. my congestion charge i'm gonna call the bank fucking okay hell. excellent fucking we're hell. cheering you on right Jesus Christ. right it is time for an interview one that we absolutely loved we could have stayed chatting to her for like literally hours more we were like sad to wrap up weren't we um and it's shauna phillips off love island she was in love island in 2020 at the end of 2020 weirdly like in the middle of covid and stuff like that um yeah she she talked a lot like candidly a lot about love island and the body image pressures she faced both before going on during and after as well and actually i think the during bit was the most interesting because it's something that we just don't see when we're watching it on tv um Anyway, let's get to the interview. 
get we're just going to give you a tiny little warning that there was a window cleaner in the studio at the time so if you hear a funny noise that's what it is but please enjoy so shauna you were on love island in 2020 yeah does that feel like a lifetime literally ago like it feels like yesterday but then also a whole other person that went through that experience yeah. it is just the most insane it do you know what it is it's such a a build-up well for me anyway it was like from august to january so it was like a build-up it was secret it was like oh my god is this gonna happen is this not and then it happens and when you're in there you are so unaware of everything going on you literally are in like a, a boarding school that's what it feels like really? and then you come out and then it's just i feel like people think that you come out this love island star but you don't you come out you yeah. with this attention which is just so alien it's it's the weirdest thing i can't even explain it it's so weird. I can't even, I can't even imagine it. But like, how was, how was the Love Island experience for you? It, do you know what? It was fine. I feel like I kind of, I didn't ruin it for myself, but I definitely, it weren't as fun as it could have been because I was so in my head. And like, you, I watch it back now and I'm like, there was nothing wrong with you. Like, you looked fine. I wish I looked like that now. But in there, I was just like, this is like, why am I here? Why am I just felt like every, I was like the token in there for sure. Really? Yeah. And it, like it, bigger girl. Yeah, yeah. And it really did kind of, it probably did influence a lot of the things that I'd done in there just down to how I sat, conversations mm. I got involved in and just, it did influence everything. Really? And I, I really, yeah, I wish it never. Do you think it was like a like an in-new thing or do you think it was like a comparison to the other people that you were with? Like the environment, because it's such a weird environment. It is so weird, but it was definitely a bit of both. I would say it was more so me. Yeah. Because I was like that before Love Island. I, mm. I would walk into a room and instantly think, oh my God, everyone's looking at me. Oh my God. Like I was like a size eight, but I was convinced I was a fat size eight. Oh, and it's like really? that what like yeah, I'm that. yeah and I'm past that now but it and I, I was 25 so I was of a, of an age where I should have known that you've got you've got here just as much as all the other girls have got here but I just didn't feel like that at all and I wish I did if I was ever to go back yeah. oh my god I would just absolutely not I, I'd hope that I wouldn't care yeah but also then like I understand why I understand why every single girl going on there might feel a certain way yeah. and lad as well and boy yeah, because yeah. it's there is so much pressure around it it's so yeah. intense and you hear about these you know like getting ready stories like yeah. prepping and you know you see them as well on, on yeah. Instagram like what they do beforehand is, is like 12 week transformation and where you it's have like to going kill to war. yourself yeah yeah <laughs> literally you're preparing for war what did you do to get ready did you well I was kind of I was already in this I was so I was very unhealthy in terms of my eating and things like that before Love Island and kind of what got me out of that was I wanted to start going to the gym but I couldn't go to the gym because I wasn't eating enough so I would literally go to the gym and nearly faint so I had to start eating more just to even get to that point. So I was, I was in a healthier situation when Love Island come about. Um, but then obviously when it did happen, it was then like all systems go. I was going to the gym maybe five or six times a week. Mm. But it weren't like now I'm in a position when when I go to the gym, I go as a, I try and look at it as a treat for myself. Like this is your time, just go and enjoy it. Whereas back then it was like do or die. Like 
I'd literally be in bed. And I used to work from like, I used to leave the house at like 6 a.m. I'd get back at 6 p.m. after a long day of work. And I'd be laying in bed like so tired. And I'd be like, you're gonna regret laying in bed when you're on telly and, everyone, and you feel like shit. Like right. get to the gym now. Yeah. So then I'd go and I'd force myself, I'd be so tired. But it was literally just like, you're gonna regret not going. And also mine was over Christmas, like my prep. So I didn't, like everyone overindulges at Christmas. There was not, not a quality street touched my lips. Oh, like really? it was a very sad I've time in life. Christmas. Very sad yeah, time. I've made sad. up for it, don't worry. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> even at Christmas dinner and everyone was like, right, so, but I flew out like two weeks after Christmas. Right. And everyone was like, what, what should I have for dessert? And I was like, I can't, I can't. Like, it's just not even worth it. And I didn't and it was very sad Christmas. <laughs> But it's sad, but I but I I understand like why you would yeah you you how you can get to a headspace like that. Well, no one no one goes. Oh my god, I can't wait to go on holiday and get in a bikini. I don't care how fit you are. I just can't imagine anyone going. Oh, I can't wait until everyone looks at me in a bikini. Like that's just alien to me to begin with. But then to think, no, I'm going on national telly where it's known yeah. that everyone is going to judge you based on what you look like. The whole concept of the show is that you are going to be like, as you're going to get far if people fancy you. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. insane. Can I ask what compelled you to do it, to like sign up to do it in the first place? So uh, they approached me okay, and I remember I got the message and I they did, don't say Love Island, they say dating show. And I remember I knew instantly it was Love Island. And I, I had this feeling that if I go for this, I, I was gonna get it. I can't even explain it. It was just, I felt like, do I do I wanna do this? I was happy with my life. I was happy with my job. What was your job? I was a democratic services officer. Cool. No idea what that means. No idea either. Still to this day. Good. But it sounded good. So I worked within the council basically. And um, I, I loved my job. I was, I was happy. And I went down to my mum and I was like, I've got this message. I don't know if to reply or not. And she was like, if you don't reply, I will. Because it's more, you have a better chance getting into Oxford than you do Love Island. Yeah, that so, is so crazy. So crazy. And I thought, what's the harm in replying to this message? I'll just see what happens. There's no pressure. And then every stage that went past, it, I was realizing, oh, I'm getting closer and closer. I still didn't believe I was going on until I actually walked in. But ultimately, I just thought, you know what? I will regret not doing it more than I'll regret doing it. Mm -hmm. If yeah. I do it and whatever happens, happens, it's a lesson. But if I don't do it, I'll always think, God, what if I just, what if I'd done that? Mm. And I also used to do the minutes for the pension committee and I used to hate it, <laughs> which was also a very big driving force. <laughs> yeah. Very big driving force. <laughs> Such a switch up in your life. Literally, yeah. <laughs> I was missing, so they was, obviously I couldn't tell my, my team and I was planning for the next pension committee and I knew I weren't going to be there. <laughs> and I was thinking, please come through Love Island, please, <laughs> please, <laughs> please. And it worked, thank God. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> um, I was watching some of your interviews when you when you came out um, after you came out of the villa, and in one you said that you were talking about how your body image was in there, and that you were crying to the therapist there yeah. all the time. It made me so sad. I was oh like, gosh, she was my best mate. You just you have no idea of that when you're watching the show. No. You've got no, and I think we're so like humans like we take everything at face value so yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. we just even i do and i've been even, on there yeah and I, yeah. I do but you don't and obviously no one wants to see you're watching love island no one wants to see a girl crying about this that or the other i yeah. get it but i think viewers we do forget but we we need to try and remember them girls have probably been doing that in there already they've i guarantee at least one girl in there it's been on two days has already cried about being homesick because really? Within a matter of hours, yeah. this was as we was walking out to our, do our first night scene. We'd been up so long. And I remember the girls were walking out and Leanne, who was in there with me, she looked at me and she must have clocked my face and she went, are you okay? And I was like, no, are you okay? And she went, no. And then Paige was behind me and she went, girls, are you okay? And we was like, no. And she was like, no, good, I'm not okay either. That was really? within hours of being in there. Really? And that's, even the word you just used there, saying like the first night scene, and it's like, oh my God, it's such intense, it's work. It's, it's in work. In our head, but it's like, oh cool, yeah. dinner time. I <laughs> thought I was going on an all-inclusive holiday, okay? Yeah. That's what it looks like. It's it's not, it's not. I, I don't regret a second of it. Yeah. And you, it's strange how you acclimatise so easily, but it is work. And you're running on probably four or five hours sleep. If that. Really? Some nights we went to sleep when the sun was already up. What? But what do you do? Because you don't drink, right? You no. Don't really eat. So you're allowed two drinks a night, sometimes okay. only one, but I never drank because I, I'm not a big drinker as it is. And you was only allowed like red wine, white wine, beer. I don't drink any of them. So it's just easy for me not to. Right. Um, but then sometimes I think, God, I should have probably had a drink. So it would have kept me up. Because there's scenes that like you'll see of me with a wine glass with steam coming out of it. Because there's tea in it. Really? <laughs> yeah, literally. And that's me just trying to stay awake. Sneaky teas. <laughs> literally. There'd be uh, like, as soon as we'd come out and we'd like run out. and be like, yeah. That. Then I'd go straight to the kettle and they'd be like, sure, no, not now. And I'm like, please, I just want a tea, please. <laughs> so there's scenes where you have to run out for the party. Multiple times. Do you? <laughs> Do you? The th fourth time, I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> oh my God, that's I so funny. I always think that when you're like, and then it was dark, you know, like you're all dancing. In the slow-mo. Yeah. And, you've got to and do there's like, no music playing for them slow-mo. Stop it, you're there's lying. There's no music. You're lying. All oh we can God. hear is our feet hitting the floor. Like, you're, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It's oh, the most no. awkward Tight. So imagine slow dancing on someone with no music. It's or like they'll play oh. music, but it's like it'll be like. No, don't get me wrong. I'm an Ariana Grande fan. But you don't want to hear it in a club, and they'll <laughs> they'll put it on, but you can't sing it because obviously they they put different music over it. Oh yes, you so can't you be can't. Like yeah. So we literally had this trick where we would put ice in our mouths because subconsciously you would just go to sing like. A, a bit of no way. Yeah, so to try and stop us from singing, we'd put like ice in our mouth. 
this is an insider scoop. Yeah. I know. I will crazy. never work with ITV again after this. No, I'm really sorry. My God. <laughs> God, that's like so awkward. That's so my idea of awkward. hell. Like yeah. personal hell. Yeah. How oh. aware it? Because like, I feel like I'm Big Brother. Like a lot of people used to come out there and be like, you just forget that there's cameras. You've got yeah. like no concept of the fact, you just, you, you lose yeah. perspective of yeah. what you're doing and where you, where you are. Is it like that on Love Island or is it, are you, are the cameras quite present and are you quite aware that it's, no, so, you're on TV? So they're behind, they're in like little cubby holes, like little like cupboards, the cameramen. And every now and then- There are cameramen, not just cameras. Yeah, there's cameramen in there. Like men hiding in cupboards. In cupboards. Really in cupboards. <laughs> no, I, so obviously not in the house, like not in the walls, but outside in like the garden oh, wow. area, there'll be like wooden like slots. And like you'll hear, as you're walking past, you'll hear the slot moving. And you're like, oh, I'm on camera, suck in, breathe out, tits out, teeth out. <laughs> and No way. Yeah, you'll just hear it move. Or like that is foul. It's wild. It's wild. Oh I am stunned by that. Yeah. I, thought, I don't think they're always manned. Okay. Of a nighttime, they'd be manned. Probably okay. not of the day, like of a daytime. Right. Um. But there's so obviously there's like just normal cameras, like CCTV cameras, and then there's like a crane camera that comes down. Okay. So like for our one, obviously we was in South Africa. If in the day beds. Like you'd be having a chat and then you'd just see it come down and you'd just got to be like, act natural. Carry on talking. <laughs> that is so hard. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird. And like of um when we're doing the recouplings, behind the recouplings is where the cameras are. And you could hear the the guys on the radio and like they'd be like, three, two, one, and then you'd know that someone was coming out of Castro Moore ready to like walk out. So you'd be able to like brace yourself. But that was like the only, I don't think they even knew we could hear that. <laughs> those, those night, those, um, the recoupling yeah. scenes. I have a feeling that they last a really long time. Hours. Do they? Hours. And do you often have to like redo stuff and? Yeah, you don't normally have to redo like, um, if it's like something very dramatic, then obviously they can't really redo that. Okay. But like when you're doing the, like, um, I would like to couple up with this person because you do that in three sections. So you say oh. that and then you have a big pause. Then you say the next bit, pause. And really? Then, yeah. Oh, so, I, I have okay. another question. I'm really sorry. This, so many questions. This, <laughs> this isn't what we want to talk about. But anyway, we're here. Um, <laughs> oh, this, this, th I've changed my mind about what personal hell is again. You know where you have to come out and you have to dance for the boys? Hell. Hell. <gasps> hell. Oh it, my God. Do you redo that? Or is it one just like close no. your eyes, think of England, get Thank it done God and then you're out? Thank God it's one. Yeah. And I... I don't even remember doing that. I've never watched it. Good when I'd done it, I I don't even remember hearing the music. It So that was a time I cried from, the. we found out at lunchtime. So I cried from lunchtime to the minute I walked out, I cried. Oh man. Oh, you poor thing, that's And horrible. because also they normally do that towards the end of the series. I thought I'd be well home by then. Like I thought, <laughs> oh, I ain't got to worry about that. Oh. It was like within the first week. I think I that bet everyone was shitting worst. it. As well. Yeah, and also what people don't understand is you don't get to choose your outfit. Do you not? No. <gasps> you don't get to choose your song. You don't get to choose any of that. I said to them, I will go out naked in nipple tassels as long as you give me trousers, tights, or fire high boots. I will yeah. do whatever you want. And I was the only girl that had none of that. And I actually had a bodysuit that was cut up to here. 
And that was the, I, I said to them, just anything, I will do anything. And you said that before. Yeah. And beforehand, so they knew yeah. your request, like what but you, it, yeah. it's really me. That's so me. Telly if you'd have been more confident yeah. in what you were yeah. wearing. I said to them, I will, I might just walk. I was like, I might just walk. I, I can't do this. And I was like, you can, you look sexy. And I'm like, but I don't feel sexy. So it doesn't matter if I yeah, look sexy. Tell, yeah. Yeah. And then literally it had been raining as well that day. And I had these heels on, and oh the second, the second I stepped out, I skidded. No. I skidded, yeah. And then I had this idea. So I had this like I was like a space woman, and I had this like bodysuit on with a zip up. So I thought, okay, let me do the zip up. And then when I get down, I can like undo it. I tried to undo it, and it, the zip weren't undoing. Like it had lost its catch or something. So the whole time I had it up to here, like a nun. <laughs> Not that she ever does dirty dancing, but <laughs> that's literally what I felt like. And like I go down there and I try to undo it, and I can't. I'm like, ah! oh it's just God, the most vile it's, thing. Like, can you say can like can you say no? I'm not doing it. I don't think so. I just can't believe that they <clears throat> would make you wear like you can't choose your outfit. You can't, no, can't and you had a very it. specific requirement, and it wasn't allowed. That like, was just that one thing. Like just give me, and every other girl had like tights on or trousers. Yeah. That feels like it feels really mean. That so it feels mean. almost like they did it intentionally. intentionally? <laughs> Is that how you yeah. felt? Yeah, and I was—I remember I was crying, and I was going, "Please, like you don't understand, please." And I also—I was really struggling because it was so early in like the season. I was really struggling with swollen legs because it's the different altitude over there. Um, yeah. Obviously, just been on a plane and whatnot, yeah. so my legs were still really swollen as well. So I was just feeling like rubbish, yeah. and like one of the producers was like, "Like, come on, like just stop being dramatic, come and just go out." And I was just like who on earth are you talking to? Like, you're probably my age. Don't call me dramatic. Yeah, you and, go out. Yeah, and, uh, that's <laughs> yeah, what I said. I said to it. her, why don't you go out and do it and then show me how it's done? Oh, no, but I'm not on love. I said, I'm, still, it doesn't matter. And I get, I was I was crying because I felt like rubbish. I was crying because I was embarrassed. Then I was crying because I was like, people are dying in the world and I'm crying over this. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, there was so much going on. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, but it was, do you know what? It was all over in the blink of an eye. That, yeah. that, what was annoying was it was based on the boys' heart rates and the girls, but no one cared about what the girls' heart rates was. It was all about what the boys' heart rates was. Mm. And it, I, I think it was set up. Of course it's set up. Do yeah, you? yeah. Just because the boy that I think my heart went for, Yeah. but in the competition, it said mine went for Callum. And obviously it would have been a great storyline that mine went for Callum and Callum's didn't go for me. Right. But I don't think mine went for him. I'm sure mine went for someone else. <laughs> and um, it, even right, that, so even though I know, or I think it weren't true, the nation's then watching me like, yeah. looking at like a twat. Like, it's great. convenient, right? Of it course. makes for a very convenient of narrative. Yeah. And I just felt like a donut. And there yeah, was like a very popular meme of me in the dressing room after saying, should we just go and smash a few toasties? <laughs> Because that's just what I felt Love. like after. <laughs> like, I'm over this. I was just sitting in my Buzz Lightyear uniform thinking, mate, what have I done? Get me back to the pension committee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to go take those notes. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh my um, god. Quick question about before, sorry, the, the recoupling, right? You know when you ha- you know when you have to choose someone and there's that big long speech that yeah. you have to do? Do you have to do that? Can you literally just say like, I choose this guy because um, like he's a mate and I'm like, yeah, and it's, yeah, cool. Do they <sighs> push you to make these like re- re- stupidly long? Because you have to like. Yeah, you have to, you, ha- you kind of go over it with a producer before that do, night. Do you? Yeah, so like during dinner time, you kind uh, of talk through okay. it. So everybody says you kind of forget that you're being filmed, but actually it's really produced. Like, I guess it's kind of hard it's to really produced. forget that you're being filmed. If- well, it is, but in the same sense. So obviously they kind of ask you to go for chats and certain things, which, and a lot of people say like, is it produced? And it is, but in the same sense, it's a TV show. So I've, like, yeah, I yeah, get yeah. it, I, yeah. I get it. And I used to say to them all the time, I know that you're just trying to do your job and I don't want to make it difficult, but I don't want to look like a twat. Like, and then eventually I just ended up doing it anyway because I was so tired. But um, yeah. there was other times when you don't think you're being filmed because you've not been asked to go for a chat. So like, if you're not asked to go for a chat, I just used to think, oh, I'm just I'm just in the background somewhere. So that there'd be times, right. like there was a time when I pulled a Kit Kat out of my bra because I didn't <laughs> think I was being recorded because I weren't in a chat. Well, I come back and my mum's like, oh, when you've done that thing with a Kit Kat, I was like, what? Oh my God. What so you- that was like three Kit Kats deep. I'm just whacking them out of every <laughs> part of me. And yeah, me, me oh, that was me so and Paige just thinking we was just in the background. Everyone else is doing their bits and we're just here having a tea and just talking rubbish. But that got so used. You're constantly <laughs> on, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. You, d- you do forget. You really do. How many producers are there um, at, like, at any one time? Because... Um, so obviously I don't know what's going so there's a gallery obviously like, of like people where they're working constantly um, but in the actual right. villa there's two so there's like okay. a daytime one and then an evening one do they just hide away from the cameras yeah literally they get caught every now and then it's funny do they yeah every now and then there's like who's this random person in the villa but no they way. they just hide in that I remember our one and our villa was huge and it was over three levels it was massive. Yeah. And I remember our villa producers literally just running like laps, just really? run, trying to find people. Yeah, honestly, the step count they must have had. Oh Would you rather insane. be a Love Island producer or do your pension minutes? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Producer would you probably be quite fun for you now. Yeah, you'd be like, now it's my like, turn. Go and call her a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would be the worst. The worst. <laughs> I actually I, I read I read something as well. You said that you were um encouraged to I think it was in a challenge and you were encouraged to kiss a boy that wasn't Callum. You yeah. had to kiss a boy. Yeah. And you were encouraged to kiss a boy that wasn't Callum and you really didn't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um and I was quite I think I was quite surprised to to read that. I mean, no, maybe I'm, not, I'm naive. No, but even in there, I was like, I am not doing that now. I'm like, oh mate, I should have just done it. I should have done it for the drama. Like I yeah, get it but, now. Yeah. But when I was in there, I was just like, no, like I can't. And the thought of just kissing a random boy for a random reason, like that's just weird to me. But oh, yeah. I suppose looking back, I look back and I'm like, oh my God, that would have been great telly. Yeah. But yeah. it was weird. Like I was just like, no, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not doing that. But you had like very real, you had you had like very, very real emotions and it was real well, yeah. at the time. So then you didn't, you didn't want to kiss someone else. Well, that was know? the thing. And like, don't get me wrong. You're in there for a few weeks. You don't fall madly in love in there, but you fancy someone. Yeah. And then if you fancy someone, you're not going to go and kiss someone else. No. So it was just, 
it's so weird. It's like, even the thought of the first night, it only dawned on me when I was in there, oh my God, I have to share a bed with a boy. Like the first night. That's so weird. That is so, that is weird. so weird. Just so awkward. I, I feel a bit now like, and I don't know, I'm being, I used to love, I used to love Love Island a lot, but I've, I've the relationship struggled in, a, in recent years. <laughs> um, and I was just, I was reading the, um, about who was going in this year and it's like the, there's a 19 year old. So crazy. And then there's like a 29 year old dude, like in there as well. Like, yeah. you know, that's the age span. It's like, yeah. it's like 30, like 18 to 30. And it's like, actually kind of thing in that yeah. they could just end up in bed together. They're even sleeping in the same room. Like I know everyone's adults, but it's still just a bit like, Ooh, No, because yeah. you know, like at 18, although you're an adult, I was a donut when I was like, oh, I mean, yeah. I still am, but you're young. It's so young. You're, like they were born in 2003. Don't say things That's like that. That's not. Shoulder. I don't. No, I my can't. brother was born in two thousand and one, and I forget that he can read and write. Like <laughs> I genuinely forget that. Oh my god, two thousand and three. Do you know that like, when you yeah, used to spell crazy. things out in front of children and they didn't get what you were saying because you were spelling it? I forget that I can't do that with him now. Because he can. Because he's twenty one <laughs> and he can drive and stuff. But yeah, there is some. And I was so I was twenty five when I was in mine. I was the oldest one in there. Were you? Yeah, and I felt every every year. I felt it. It really. It's, yeah. Like it's, I mean, we, you laugh now at like the X Factor, like the <laughs> 25 category. That was the filler I, category. Pensioners. I was like, what are you grannies doing? Yeah. Maybe geriatrics. Can you even get on the stage? Literally. <laughs> and it was, it was like so much pity for the over 20. Yeah. Like, God love them. Yeah. They'll never make it. Yeah. They're yeah. way past That was like the diversity category, weren't it? Yeah. yeah. No, we, now that's us. <laughs> we treat now, like, like this is what I find like staggering is we treat Love Islanders like they are grown-ups and you yeah. chose to go on the show and yeah. whatever happens afterwards, you asked for yeah. it, right? That's yeah. the kind of like psyche of the people that troll yeah. and that comment and that make the memes and whatever. And it's like, you're fair game because you went yeah. for it. But it's like, it, mm -hmm. if I had to be responsible for every decision that I made at 18, ugh, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, even Insane. 25 or whatever, there's, it's... We treat you guys like your Yodas. <laughs> like Literally. And the thing is, and I, so before you go in, you have to speak to a therapist and whatnot. And I can't fault them for that. That was really, really, like, I, I loved my therapist. She was a babe. But she said to me, how do you think you're going to cope with trolls? And I said, well, I don't know. I, I can't answer that. Mm. I said, to be honest, I am my own worst kind of critic. So I can't imagine them saying anything that I probably haven't already thought anyway. But I still can't tell you how I'm going to cope and not only that, you could go in, uh, I I was very kind of level-headed, but I can imagine an 18, 19 year old going in, thinking they're gonna be the next Molly May, and they could be out within 24 hours. And then that whole aspect of it, you might get overwhelming fame, or you might get absolutely nothing. That is such a mindfuck. So, yeah. I, I don't, I can't remember if it was, I think it was your year, because your I think that's the last, but it was the Scottish girl who went out. No, that was the season just gone. Right, right. 24 hours. 24 hours. So yep. you've had all this build up and mental preparation. And she told me that she was being cast out for a year and a half. Really? So for a year and a half, and it is exciting and it is, oh my God, I'm going on Love Island for 24 hours. And she couldn't have even unpacked it. She probably didn't get her case by that point. Uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, that, that, that was harsh. That was really part. harsh. Yeah, it is. And I also, I don't get this, oh, like when people do comment on like the way you look or your body or this, that and the other. Well, well, you're in the public eye, so why shouldn't I? No, what? 
what on earth makes you think you can comment on how I look? Right, right. No, that you don't have a right. I, I have a right to say it. No, you don't. Really? I'm telling you, you right now, you have no right to tell me what you think about me. No. So don't. Okay. But it's, I mean, that's like the British culture is so extraordinary. And like the tab that <clears throat> I think we are unique. It, well, the Americans do it as well. But it, it's pretty extraordinary the way that like the tabloid the tabloids have worked in this country that have given us like ownership of people yeah. like you when you do this show yeah and it is you now just end up with this weird like right ring right wing rhetoric of like well it's freedom of speech so i can yeah i can call her fat if i want and it's like yeah but why do you want to that's, yeah. that's are you okay yeah and yeah. i also think if you want to say that to me then i want you to go up to that mum in tesco's that you've just walked past and say i think you're really fat and i think your makeup's really horrible you would never do it. No. You would never do of it. Of course not. So what on earth makes me different yeah. to that random woman you, you just walked past? Have yeah. you had a lot of trolling? Um, I, I will be honest. I've had a lot more love than trolling. Um, I, obviously, I have words like hidden. So I don't. I can't see certain comments, even what if they're left. Just, I, so you can who... hide words like fat, pig all of these things and right. I so I hid a few and then I, I said to my like people that was looking after my Instagram when I was in there if you see any that keep popping up that you don't think I want to see just hide them okay so that means the people can still comment that on my pictures but I just can't see it okay so when I first come out I thought everyone loved me oh my god I'm the messiah <laughs> I haven't had a, a hate, hateful comment in my life and then I had this fan account for me do a collage of all the horrible comments that I had and was like, this is so nasty, please stop doing that. And I was like, babe, where on earth have you got these, these comments? Oh I didn't know these so existed. they still exist and people can still reply to them, but yeah, you just don't I know Yeah, I just can't there. see them. That's really? Because I've actually seen a lot wonderful. of words. My yeah, mind. so that, so that is good, that is good. But there's other, there's still other comments that like, emojis and stuff, people can still leave and, and I whatnot. actually read, <laughs> I feel like a stalker. I read this and I read that. <laughs> and I watched this. <laughs> but I read that beforehand you hid the word legs. Yeah. Before you went in. Yeah. So you anticipated. Oh, 100%. 100%. Comments about your legs. Yep. Said that in therapy. Yeah. Really? Because it was the, to me, it was the worst part of my body. So I, well, obviously now I know I had a medical condition. So of course it was going to be obvious. Right. But back then I didn't know that that was a condition. I thought that was just my my thing. Right. So, so you, you, you were diagnosed with lipedema. Yeah. But it was only after the show, right, that you were diagnosed. So and it was only because wild. of the show. Yeah. What is lipedema? So it's basically a buildup of fat cells that they're different to normal fat cells. They can't be burnt. Uh, they can't be burnt through fat rather. Um, they multiply. Um, and they just keep growing. Oh. And it's not through diet or exercise. It's hereditary. It's typically for your dad's side of the family, like your paternal family, um, which was another thing that I, I I struggled with because all of the females on my mum's side of the family all had beautiful legs. And no matter what size, I mean, all different shapes and sizes, their legs were always stunning. And I just could not relate. And I was just like, what on earth? So. All of the tick boxes was just, I was like, this is insane how no one, do you know one in 10 yeah. women in the UK have it? That's really? crazy. Yeah. But it's just so undiagnosed. And that's horrible that you go through, and you women go through so much like to fix the problem areas in yeah. quotation marks. Yeah. And 
I mean, obviously, the, the 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 problem isn't on the body. The problem's with the society. But still, even then, that you're yeah. working so hard to to change something that's just part of who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I noticed the difference in my legs from secondary school. From I went really? to an all girls school. We're all wearing skirts. I looked at legs and I was just like, my legs don't look like that. Like, what on earth is is going on? And I remember I got to like nine stone, which is way too like underweight for my my body. And my legs just didn't look any different. And I don't understand right. now how no doctor or anyone picked up on it. I don't, I just, because no one knew about it. Yeah. But I like, I get so many messages. I, I got a message, I think Friday from a girl and I followed her because she had the same kind of body shape as me. And I've re I'm really trying to do that now on Instagram, follow girls that the first thing I looked at when I saw her was, oh my gosh, she's stunning. And then I clicked on her and I was like, oh wait, she has like the same kind of body size as me and she looks yeah. incredible. The first thought wasn't, oh my God, look at her body. It was just that she looked banging. Yeah. So I'm really trying to follow more girls that I won't look at and be like, oh my God, I need, I hate myself. Yeah. And it makes such a difference. It's a cool moment that, isn't it? When you see someone yeah. and your first thought is, she looks great. And then yep. your second thought is, well, hang on. Like she actually yep. looks really similar to me. Like yep. that's such a weird like light bulb moment. The way she wears it, like she just looks, like I fancy her, she just looks banging. And then yeah. she messaged me, I'll show you the messages after, she messaged me going, um, I can't believe you've just followed me. Um, I'm 99.9% .9 sure I've got lipedema. And I looked at her pictures and I thought that as well. I would never message someone and go, I think you've got lipedema. Right. But if they say it to me, right. I'll have a look and be like... But that's interesting that people said to you, that the reason yeah. you found out you've got lipedema yeah. is because all these people messaged you on Instagram to yeah. say you had it. And my mum thought they were trolling me. Oh, Tracy okay. literally cock blocked me when it comes to my medical <laughs> diagnosis. <laughs> and I so someone said it and I, I, I was Googled it and I was like, oh, it was like, I can't even tell you the weight that lifted off my shoulders when I saw oh this is it and I ran downstairs and I was like mom mom look at this and she was like oh loads of people wrote that oh, to you but her. we just blocked her and we thought they was trolling you and I was like what the do you mean oh, so was your her. mom doing your Instagram account my two best friends were doing it but yeah. I said my mum was like chief exec so she said it was the most like horrendous time of her life why yeah. is it so horrible for her well when I came out I was just like mum what like what have I missed on telly she was like what have you missed I've been watching Love Island After Sun oh. Love Island Best Bits that's all I've watched but oh. she had like um journalist sitting outside the house oh my gosh that's crazy yeah and my mum is like a data protection lawyer so she was like this was just the complete opposite to what she was used to. Did you have like an Instagram, like a public Instagram account beforehand? Yeah, but I had like eleven, no, like eleven hundred followers. And what did you come out to? One point five million. Shit, insane. That must have been just like so surreal and like, what the hell do I do with this? I just wanted to set my final fire. Oh, so actually, what's funny is we had um, there was a big thing in the villa where the boys, not even the girls, the boys were obsessed with how many followers they were getting. And every new bombshell that, that would come in, the boys would be like, what follow? How many have I got? How many have I got? Really? And they would always get in trouble. We'd literally, the girls would hear the boys on the tannoy, the, like the, um, we used to call it Vogue, Voice of God. And a tannoy would be like, boys, stop talking about that. And we'd be like, oh my God, they're obsessed. Like again. That's such an ego. Oh yeah. my, literally, so like literally measuring competition. And then That's when so I left, I was in like this holding villa with a chaperone and a security guard. And apparently they both had a bet on how long it would take for me to ask how many followers I had. And I didn't ask. 
all I wanted to do was talk to my mum. Oh, <laughs> that was I all I wanted. I, I didn't even think did. about that. And then on the plane home, the chaperone said to me, you haven't asked, we've had a bet, we've both lost. Do you want to know how many you've got? And I was like, oh, okay, go on then. He was like, you've just hit one million. And I was like, <gasps> shut up. That is just so weird. It's just so weird. Especially because you don't, you're not, you haven't been privy to like any transition no, period. You just suddenly, you've gone from nothing to a million people. That's what I mean. And also what people don't understand is like the most famous you will be is when you're in there because that's when you're yeah. on the telly. Yeah. That's, oh, that's so... Yeah, so all of the press like about you and everything about you and your interactions on Instagram, it'll be the most higher when you have nothing to do with it. That's so interesting. It's insane. Yeah. Insane. I want to ask about that. The <laughs> high. I'm kind of. I'm kind of like fascinated about it from a psychological standpoint <laughs> of like when you come out and there's this. There's this massive high. Like there's all eyes on you. Everyone's so interested in you. Yeah. You've got all these new followers on Instagram. You've got magazine like publications just want to speak yeah. to you. Like you've got all these videos to do. Blah blah blah. Everyone recognizes you all of a yeah. sudden, and then. Obviously, that at some point has to wane. Yeah. And then, you know, gradually. And then, like, next, the year after, then yeah. you've got, like, new Love Island comparisons. Yeah. That must really be, be again, a mindfuck. It was. And I, you almost, like, revert back to, like, a, a baby almost, where you just want... You just want your mum, you just want like normality. I craved normality. I was lucky, but well, I say I was lucky. We had COVID. I had COVID lockdown three weeks after I left the villa. And honestly, I don't actually know how I would have coped without that. And he, and even though it might have scuppered work and I was very lucky I had my inner style deal. So that I was so lucky with that. Like yeah. honestly, that saved my life basically. But I had someone try to hack my phone during that few weeks. Really? Yeah. And trying to get into your Instagram? No, my actual iCloud. Oh, yeah. That's really scary. They, they pretended they was my management on the phone and I'd only been with my management a few days. It must've been my mum's date protection head in me where I was like, this doesn't sound right. The way they was talking just didn't sound right. And I rang management. I was like, did you just call me? And they was like, no. And the plan is they try and keep you on the phone as long as possible. Because no. when you're on the phone, your phone's unlocked. And they can then get in there, yeah. That is why you don't answer phone calls. Literally. But they had known that I'd been to TikTok's offices that day. They knew that they I was given a flyer to go to an event. They told me that I'd left my wallet in the office. This was everything they was telling me. It was insane. It's actually really lucky, but you know, we talk about like a lot of people come out of Love Island, like obviously very young, but also with no support system at yeah. all. And it's really lucky for you, even having your mum as a lawyer, it's yeah. like so valuable. Com even yeah. contracts and stuff yeah. like that, my mum could look over. Yeah, because yeah. you could just yeah. be, you know, obviously it is, uh, I'm assuming like a bit of a race to to sign contracts yeah. and to get oh, deals. completely. And so yeah. I was lucky, my mum and my best friend met with management while I was in there. Um, to discuss like yeah. and then when I come out they kind of shortlisted it for me and I kind of know my mum's gonna have my best interest at heart mm. like she's gonna shortlist the best ones so then I kind of went to who she told me to had meetings and whatever and I'm so glad that she done that because there's not a lot of people that would have had that yeah. and I know there's a, a lot of islands from my season that have changed management since like coming out yeah. so i'm very lucky in that aspect but it's so easy to be taken advantage of 
I and there's so much money to be made. That's so it. much money. And I yeah. think people like need to follow, um, viewers need to be realistic about like, okay, so they're like, oh, well, you know, you're going in there for love or money or fame or whatever, yeah. right? And people really question the incentive. And actually people need to be realistic about the fact that you're going in there and whether you, whatever reason you've gone in, we all have to accept your life's going to change. You can't go back yeah. to the pension meeting. Like <laughs> it's just, it's not, it's not feasible. So then within your new career, you have to make money and you have to make of it work. Of course, of course. And I think people, I mean, like, Obviously, people hate women making money anyway. Hate it. Hate, hate it. Hate women Love making it. money on Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah. how dare you show it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, and I, I, I mean, I, there's probably a conversation to be had about the difference in how the male um, influences. Well, I actually, it's the, a double-edged sword because I feel like f women, girl influencers can make so much more money than men. Yeah. It's right. almost like the porn industry, you know, like where women... That's like the only industry where women can make more money than yeah. men. Right. W girls, you could be in Love Island for like a week as a girl and you could still come out and make relatively good money. Good. With right. boys, it's a lot harder. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. It is a lot harder. Because I guess they've got like boohoo man, but then I can't actually think of any. Yeah. You have to have like a niche. Thing, misguided. Exactly. In the style. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. and like Molly May, for example, she knew what she was doing before she went in. So she had that career paved out. Whereas yeah. for guys, I, 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 not a lot of guys are that kind of outward in, especially in my season. I feel like a lot of the guys in my season were so normal. Right. A lot of the girls were as well, but for, it's just so much easier for girls. There's yeah. makeup, there's all of yeah. these things. And even doing like fashion shit for boys, it's awkward. Like, I mean, I love watching like, yeah. Alex trying to yeah, any, like Instagram it's... content, but he's like, <laughs> but it's just pose? awkward yeah. yeah and even like some of my guy friends when they see like my first in-style shoot I was just so awkward and wooden yeah. and then you get used to it and then yeah. like there could be 12 people behind a camera and you're just doing whatever you're doing and they literally look at me they're like how do you do that and I'm like I don't know <laughs> I honestly you yeah. go into this place I don't know yeah but it is it's a lot easier for the girls to make money, but it's also they get so much more shit. So much more shit. So much yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. It's just ridiculous. Like, how many times have you seen pictures of girls coming out of a club drunk compared to like the guys and like the differing headlines? Like, it's yeah. sick. Sills out of their dress. Yeah. yeah. Only because you're on the floor with your camera up. No wonder she fucking spilled out of her dress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get me started on them. Totally, yeah. <laughs> I sent us on a weird path, sorry. Um, but but going back, sorry, to the lipedema, you, so you were diagnosed when you came out mm -hmm. and eventually you decided, you, you decided to have liposuction, yeah. didn't you, to, yeah. to treat, treat it? It's, it's to manage it, yeah. To manage it, yeah. okay. Um, why did you, why did you make that decision? It's the only treatment out there okay. for it there is nothing okay. else okay. you can use like um compressions and stuff like that yeah. which can kind of stem it but it doesn't right. stop it progressing okay. so it's the only it's the only treatment currently yeah. that removes that it's called like diseased fat which removes that and there is no saying whether it will come back um there because there's just no research into it right there's more and more as we go on but currently I mean, I could get it back. Uh, the thing is with lipedema, I've always had big legs. So even though I've had liposuction, I've had the surgery, in my head, they're, they're no different. And I look in pictures right. and they look different. And But sometimes I get swelling and I'm like, oh my God, they've gone back to normal. And liposuction on your, so I had it on my calves and my thighs. 
on my calves, I have a pretty high tolerance to pain, especially when it comes to anything cosmetic. Sign me up, <laughs> I'll do it, whatever you need to do. On your calves, it is the most excruciating thing is it? I've ever been through in my life. Like, so even if it was to come back, I don't know if I could have that again. Cause it was that, really? bad. Like, I feel sick talking about it. Do you think it was, was it worth it? Has it been helpful? It was definitely worth it, yeah. definitely worth it. And it just for the kind of the mental side of it, I feel like at least I've, I've had some treatment Okay. and I'm, I wear my compression steel, I wear them to bed, I wear them on flights and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but it was, it was just excruciating, yeah. I can't even. Oof. It feels like, so you have to put these really tight types on to help bring all of the fluid up to like your lymphatic system. Right. And when you're putting them on, it feels like your skin is ripping oh, from man. your muscle. And I told my oh. surgeon that, and I was like, this is like the sensation. And he was like, no, that's what's happening. He was like, you're, all of the nerves are trying to mesh back together. Oh, and when you disrupt them, they are breaking. And I was like, oh. And the other term, oh my God. So your, your incisions are left open. And they're the tiniest, oh. they're literally, they're like okay. the same as that when you cut yourself shaving. Okay, they're fine. tiny, but you leak for like maybe the three days after surgery, you leak. And he told me, and this word still gives me shivers. He told me I needed to milk my leg. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And when I mean, even looking at my leg was painful. It was, I just, it was so excruciating the thought of, milking <laughs> my leg. Oh my God. It still sends me to a place that I'd never wish to go back oh to. Oh my God, you poor thing. That's and I really had horrible. like people like on the Daily Mail going like, oh, another celebrity choosing the easy way out. Meanwhile, I'm wearing an adult nappy because I can't make it to the toilet oh. and I'm milking my leg and I'm like, yeah. this is not the fucking easy way out. Let me assure you, David. Oh. Or sometimes like I'll read like just like, for shits and gigs, I'll read the Daily Mail. And like, if I accidentally scroll too hard, I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> nearly, oh, nearly went there, nearly went there. Um, you had the treatment, you, so you had liposuction for lipedema, but that's not available on the NHS and you had to go privately. Yeah, yeah. And you paid for it yourself, yeah. right? It wasn't yeah, yeah. gifted or no, anything. No, no, no. Why did you choose to, to share it like publicly? Because I got such huge kind of like, I got a huge following from girls who said they saw someone on Love Island look like them. And so many people was like, oh my God, you just, you look like a normal girl. So I didn't want to then come out with these legs and be like, I'm still a normal girl. Like, this is just me. Cause that's not how it happened. Mm. And I had to pay money and I had to have cosmetic surgery to achieve that. And I weren't having it to be skinny. I was having it, like my surgeon said, you need to just try and attain normal legs. And I just wanted normal legs. I, w I weren't looking for Kendall Jenner legs. Mm. Um, but I didn't want girls that had lipedema or just had big legs that then saw me and thought, oh, she doesn't look like me anymore because technically I am still you. I just had to pay to have that yeah. difference. And I think that's like with the Kardashians, like I am I am a big Kardashian fan. Like I'm obsessed with them. But if they just told us all what they had, I know. the the pressure for us all to try and look like that, or if we buy Kylie's skincare, we're gonna look like Kylie, cause we ain't. Like, um, I've got a lot of skims, I don't look like Kim. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. we just knew what you had, and just, you weren't born like that, and that's okay. You're billionaires. 
own it, just yeah. own it. And I think there is such power in just owning it. Yeah, and I liked that you did that. I really, yeah. Like, I liked that you shared it. And yeah. I suspected that was why you did it. Because I knew it wasn't gifted and, it, and you no, paid and, for it yourself. But I also, I, I really want influencer girls, and I mean this like with every ounce of me, stop getting surgery gifted because it is life and death like yeah. it literally is yeah. and it is not worth it and it also yeah. when you get a gifted surgery I think it means that you have to kind of show the good bits you can't show yeah. the bad bits because and you have exchange, no room to right? complain exactly which yeah. means you're kind yeah. of you're selling it to other yeah. people even if it was fucking awful yeah and I've spoke to so many girls that have said it was horrific but it doesn't look like that on their Instagram yeah. And I, I just think it should be illegal. It, sh- it, it should, should be. be. It should be. It should be. Like my surgeon said, you wouldn't go to a Ford Focus dealer for a Range Rover. Yeah. You just wouldn't do it. Yeah. And you wouldn't cut corners when it comes to your car. You wouldn't get cheaper insurance because you know it's it's cheap. Yeah. This is your body. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could lose limbs. Yeah. Staggering, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so just don't cut corners. Yeah. Please pay for your surgery. I think it's really valuable that you're sharing that honesty with that. And particularly as well with Love Island currently on to hear how what you went through before you went because I think like obviously a lot of viewers are going to watch it and just say oh these guys are so unobtainable they're so beautiful they just pop in and and they're born like that yeah and they just and actually to hear like no I didn't have pudding at Christmas and I you know went to the gym even when I was knackered and yeah and now I've had this surgery and whatever and yeah I just I think it's really really valuable yeah and I'm a viewer I watch it and I'm going oh she's so annoying or this and and then I catch myself but I've I've got that insight majority of the nation don't so they I think just just be a little bit easier and I think like women or and I know we shouldn't have to think someone's our daughter to be nice to them it shouldn't be like that but treat the girls that are on there like your that would be your daughter or your little sister and we all get caught out I mean I've got caught out I've said things before and I'm like oh why did I say that you meet them in real life and you're like oh my god I'm a dick why did I think that it's human but just don't don't blast it all. And if you're gonna if you're gonna be horrible about someone, do it about their character, not about their body. Because yeah. <laughs> that can be changed. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Wisdom to, li- yeah. to live by this yeah. well. season. <laughs> Judge me on my character, please. Yeah. Um, Shona, thank you so much for talking thank to you us. No, so thank you. Could have done that for days, but we have to leave the studio. Uh, yeah, um, thank you. It was so nice to talk to you. Thank you, you. no, so cool. thank you. Thank you so much for being with us and big thanks to ACAST. Uh, we are part of their creator network. See you on Thursday, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Bye. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.